Anne's going to say. She, maybe she has something secret. But um, Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Gifford. I was uh, diagnosed uh, with Parkinson's in 2017. I was 45 years old. I'm now 49. I've been married uh, 22 years, and uh, my uh, wife and I have an 11-year-old son. Um, his name is Henry. Um, we have a, 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 she is now my co-host on the podcast. So when the podcast began, I had a co-host. Uh, I've been in radio for like 30 years uh, and I'm the national director of talk radio for a company called Chorus Radio in, in Canada. Um, and so my initial co-host was somebody who didn't know anything about Parkinson's, uh, but was becoming- Jeopardy. Excuse me one minute. Can everybody please mute themselves so that we don't interrupt Larry? And then we'll we'll unmute when we have time for questions. So if everybody could just please do that. That would be great. Well, that's great. Thank you. Everybody muted. Okay. So, um, so my initial co-host was a, a gal named Nikki Wrightmeyer, who her role was to be the every person who doesn't know anything about Parkinson's. So I'd be telling a story. She goes, wait, I don't know what alpha, alpha synuclein, what, what did you say? You know, so, so the, the first year was really about my diagnosis journey and, and, and both of us kind of learning the language of Parkinson's and, you know, the ups and the downs and the ons and the offs. The second year was really about acceptance. Um, and, and my wife became a bigger role in it. And the third year became about advocacy. Um, uh, and so the third year is really focused on how you can become an advocate for yourself and how you can become an advocate for Parkinson's. Uh, and you don't need to do everything. You don't need to do all things, but uh, you, know, you certainly, I encourage everybody to advocate for themselves uh, first and foremost. Um, and now she, Nikki has left the radio station and my wife now has just stepped in as the co-host, which was great because we really wanted season three to incorporate the care partner's perspective without saying, and now here's the care partner perspective. Uh, so we just have conversations as husband and wife and it all comes out naturally, uh, hopefully. Uh, so if you've not listened to it, I'd uh, love you to do it. Uh, you can just Google when life gives you Parkinson's or Larry Gifford podcast or you know, Parkinson's podcast or whatever. Uh, and on social media, it's at Parkinson's pod. Uh, if you're on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. Um, I just took medicine about a half hour ago. And so I'm starting to get a few dyskinetic movements. So just bear with me. And if I grimace, it's because I, I fell four times over the holidays and I, 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 uh, uh, um, my ankle rolled. And so I'm still in therapy for that. And for whatever reason, this morning I woke up and it's like it started all over again. <laughs> so it's, it's like every now and again, it's like that twinge and you're like, well, so I'm on Zoom calls all day with my colleagues. They're like, you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, I just moved my foot wrong. Um, but how can you be an advocate? Um, you know, we're, you're dealing with so much in your life uh, as a person with Parkinson's. It's, sometimes it's it can be defeating, you can feel like apathetic, you can just like, I just wanna sit here and watch a TV show or play a video game or you know, play on my phone or chat with my friends. And uh, in fact, that, that can be advocacy. You know, If you're chatting with a friend who doesn't know much about Parkinson's, educating people about Parkinson's is advocacy. Um, you know, if I'm with my walking poles and I get into a cab and the cabbie goes, what do you have those for? Because I don't look like I should need them. Well, I got a good 15 minute conversation about Parkinson's with somebody I've never met before. 
Um, I'm not afraid to bring it up. Um, it's, you know, if I had a broken leg, I wouldn't be afraid to talk about that. And so this is just my thing. Everybody's got a thing. Uh, and when you, um, when you avoid talking about Parkinson's or anything in your life and you hide it, which I did for the first year, it becomes sort of almost more present in your life. And it's more of a burden and it's more darkness. And it's now you're forgetting who you told what to and you're holding secrets and people are like, oh yeah, and I had a gait issue. Like this was my first problem with my gait. And so I'd be walking around like almost like with a dropped foot and people are like, what'd you do to your ankle or your leg? I'm like, oh, nothing. This is just how I walk. I wasn't fooling anybody. <laughs> Uh, and so once I started sharing my story through the podcast, I realized I'm not alone. There's a whole community out there. People are like, yeah, I had that too. And I had that. And oh my, what, what did you think of this? Have you tried that? You know, and I started talking to people and it really energized me. And I, I thought, man, 45 Parkinson's, my life is over. Like, what do I do? Um, and I didn't know anything about Parkinson's. And so as a former reporter, uh, I did what, what I know how to do, which is to follow my curiosity. Um, and so I just started learning about Parkinson's by calling up people and talking to them um, and learning about it. I'd read an article about something and I'd look who the author was or who the doctor was quoted and I'd just call them up. And in fact, what you'll find out, here's a little secret from the media if somebody says something and is quoted in an article, they really like to talk about that. So look them up, they'll talk to you. Most likely they'll get back to you. If you have questions about it. I mean, they're not gonna talk to you for an hour, but, <laughs> but if, if you've got, uh, if, you, if you're curious and you just wanna follow up on something, uh, most people, if, if they've already been quoted in an article, they're pretty accessible and they're, they're willing to talk. And so, that's what I did. And then I started asking people if they minded if I recorded the conversation and we started the podcast that way. Um, so what, um, what, Larry, what, what got you to the point that you decided to just not hide it anymore? What was, what was that? What was, what changed your mind? What, yeah, what was the turning it's, point? That that's a great question, Lynn. Um, Cause I was hiding it. Um, a few of my colleagues knew my family knew with, most of my friends on Facebook didn't know. And um, although people were starting to ask my wife, like, is this everything okay? Because he doesn't look as happy on Facebook because my expressions were already beginning to, to, to uh, be, you know, not as, I wasn't as smiley and happy going or didn't look like it. I didn't feel different, but that way. Um, and so I was, I was trying to find a podcast to listen to because I'm a radio person and I wanted a personal experience podcast that I could listen to somebody who'd gone through it. I couldn't find it, but I was, I, I was pretty regular and listening to the Michael J. Fox podcast and Dr. Ray Dorsey came on that podcast. Um, and it was like a 12 minute podcast and he had just released a paper or, or something. And he said, listen, and it was like he was talking to me. And I was walking around the block with the earbuds in. He goes, listen, if people with Parkinson's don't start sharing their stories, we will never get enough attention to raise enough money to do enough research to cure Parkinson's. That's, that's the reality. And I thought, wow, oh, 
I'm a storyteller. I've been doing this all my life. I've got a TV station, I've got radio stations, I've got, you know, websites. And I'm like, well, if I'm not going to do it, I can't expect anybody else to do it. So that was the turning point for me. Um, and really, it's about realizing what is your superpower? What, what is it that you know how to do that maybe comes easy to you? Or people are like, oh, I can't believe you're so good at that. And you're like, oh, that's nothing. You know, For me, I love talking on the radio or talking on a podcast or talking to people like you. And, uh, and, and so I, that's, that's how I can advocate. But other people advocate other ways, you know, and, and you just have to find out what your thing is. Um, and, um, you know, for instance, with PD Avengers, that's how that came about is we were looking for people with different skill sets, the superpowers that we could forge together so we could tackle this as a team, as opposed to everybody in it for themselves. Um, so um, I, 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 I'll start the, the PowerPoint now if I have access, Lynn. Oh yeah, we'll let, me do, let me do that right now, hold on. Okay, does anybody have any questions uh, right now? You know, wait a minute, hold on. This is awesome. You care if I RS, RSS feed your podcast on our website? Uh, you, know, you know what? I can give you a, um, I don't mind that. I can give you an embed so people can just listen to it on your site. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, send, put, put email it player. yeah I'll send you a player. Okay, great. So, so that way you're not sending people off to my site. You can just have it there on yours. You know, this okay. is a group that really is, well, it's needed. There's been no group like this formed before PD Avengers. I mean, we've all been too passive up to this point. We need to collectively come together and demand a, a, a change. You know, we need attention. Yes. To this disease. So um, I, uh, I I present this like this morning we were talking. Uh, so Tim uh, Haig and Sonia Mather and I are the co-founders. And Tim was on Amazing Race Canada first season, won it with his son after being diagnosed with Parkinson's. He was a nurse for 21 years. Uh, Sonia Mather uh, was a family physician. She's had it for 21 years now. She's written a couple of children's books. In fact, they both have books. Um, this is Tim's book, Perseverance. I don't know if you can see that or not. Can you see that? Yep. Okay, and this is Sonia's, one of Sonia's kids' books called Shaky Hands. And um, I actually, Lynn, I have a resource page I'll send you that has uh, all the information that you'll hear today on it. Okay, awesome. Links and whatnot, okay. and then you can pass it out to the group. Okay, that's great. Um, so uh, this morning we were talking to the Parkinson's uh, Foundation, and we're meeting with every group in, that we can find in the world one-on-one -on -one to figure out how we can work with them and then every every other month all these groups come together on one zoom call and they work out their issues with each other and they collaborate with each other and it's so exciting to see uh, but parkinson's has been building in intensity for over 200 years uh, it's the world's fastest growing neurological condition uh, the number of people diagnosed with parkinson's doubled in the last 25 years and will double again by 2040. Uh, and if you think about that, 2040 is not that far away. It's uh, what, uh, 19 years away. Uh, so if the average age of onset is 70, 72, that means, uh, and let's say there's 10 million people right now in the world with Parkinson's and there's gonna be another 10 million. Those 
10 million people that don't have Parkinson's that are going to have it, most of them are alive today and just waiting for the symptoms to onset. You got to put a stop to that. Whew. That's enough. That is. It, it, it's a runaway freight train. Yeah. And uh, only a superhero can possibly stop it. And that's us. Um, so uh, I hope this will answer some of your questions about who we are and what we do. Um, we are a global alliance of people with Parkinson's, our partners and friends, standing together, demanding change in how the disease is seen and treated. Our role as PD Avengers is to add urgency to this potpourri of experts and organizations and you know the, all these great things already exist, but the urgency is missing. And so we want to add urgency to research and wellness and advocacy by uniting people and organizations to the cause of ending Parkinson's, bringing everybody together in one, in one place. Um, since the onset of Parkinson's, uh, humanity's put man on the moon. We just put perseverance on Mars. <laughs> we eradicated polio. We changed HIV from a death sentence to a chronic illness. Uh, we've mapped the human genome. We've discovered thousands of galaxies around the world, around the, the universe. And yet, the, uh, provided precious little beyond one 50-year-old drug for Parkinson's. And we're just tired of it. It's, it's enough's enough. And it's, so now is our time. This is, where we, this is where we come into play. So we have three pillars, wellness, advocacy, research. If you are into acronyms, you could call it war, but we're, not, we're, we're more about peace and love than war, but some people call it war because they like those battle terms. Um, but the wellness objective is, is simply, we deserve the same care. And around the world, that's not happening. There are 40% of the countries in the world that cannot access levodopa. Jeez. I can't imagine. Um, one of the first things we did coming out of our first public PD Avengers meeting was we connected two organizations with, um, well, actually three organizations, Parkinson Canada, the IDGC, IDIGC out of Europe, and uh, Parkinson's program, World Parkinson's program out of Canada. Those three organizations worked together because one of them had the funding, one of them had the medication, and the other one had the resources, the ground troops to distribute the medicine to the right people. And we were able to put out 10,000 doses of Cinemet in the first two months of our organization to Af into Africa. Wow. Yeah. And we're going to double that to 20,000 this year. That gives me chills. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's, amazing. it's life changing for people. Oh my, it's, it's awesome. Amazing. So we do want to raise global awareness of the inequities of the access to medical, therapeutic, and wellness treatments for PWP and work locally to take action. There, I mean, there's, there's neurologists that are in uh, the U.S. that still don't, you know, really prescribe exercise. I mean, all of us probably, when we were diagnosed, we'd say, you either got a pill or no prescription uh, and said, well, just come back and see me and let me know how it goes. Because there's not much they can do other than give us treat the symptoms because we, do, we, we don't have a cure. Um, so we, we need to make sure everybody has the equitable access to the same care. Um, 
we are targeting 1 million PD Avengers by the end of 2022. So we want a million strong. And that, that's people with Parkinson's, their partners, their neurologists, their families, their care teams, their physios, their speech therapists, their, my son. It doesn't, we are all impacted by this. And if you think about the people that don't know they have Parkinson's right now, they're going to want to be a part of this because they, if we can figure out how to stop the onset of the symptoms um, before they onset on these 10 million people that are lying in wait, how great would that be? And we're really close to that. Um, we, we believe we've been silent too long and we need to become a loud, uncomfortable, ever-present voice demanding change in how the disease is seen and treated. We are stronger together. Uh, our research objective is patients before patents. Uh, we wanna integrate more people with Parkinson's as partners or patient scientists of research leading to meaningful input at every step of that research process. Parkinson's can be eliminated through prevention and research. Uh, and we demand greater resources and urgency be placed on the disease and eliminating man-made causes of the disease like Paraquat. Uh, and our re research uh, committee is currently curating research around the scientific uh, uh, community and writing a paper in which we aim to distribute to the different research organizations about why it's important and how the, the, the uh, research improves when you uh, work with people from Park with Parkinson's from inception to uh, report. Um, and uh, the, the other thing that's going on right now, as far as um, uh, Paraquat's concerned, uh, there's a few things. Uh, did Dr. Dorsey talk about Red Letter Day? Um, review that again. Okay, so coming up next month, and if you go to endingpd.org, uh, um, when you get off, don't do it right now. I want you to focus on me. Mm -hmm. uh, go to endingpd.org. That's the Ending Parkinson's Disease website, their book. But they, they have an event coming up in March. Um, and if you sign up for the event, they're going to send you a package. And in that package will be a, a big red envelope. And inside the envelope, are three objectives that they want the uh, President Biden administration to address, yeah. including banning paraquat and trichloroethylene, which have been proven to uh, contribute to the onset of Parkinson's disease. Uh, they, they want to, um, the Medicare changes, the temporary medical changes that allow for telemedicine, they wanna make those permanent. Okay. And they want to increase funding for Parkinson's research by the federal government by 10%. Or 10 times. That's all reasonable, right? That's reasonable. Ten, well, 10 times is a lot. Uh, 10%. Oh, that, I think it's 10%. 10. Yeah, I did. I, 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 my mistake. Uh, so uh, it's, a, it's, it's a huge initiative. Okay. Um, and I think, uh, you know, what the idea is we're all going to send these red envelopes to, to the, you know, the White House. And they're, it's going to be hard to ignore them. I love it. I yeah, love 10 it. times would be like $2 billion, right? Right. That's what we're asking for. Yeah, because 20, 200 million is a joke. Right, yeah, yeah. no, it's ridiculous. I, I think we're all gonna do that. I'm gonna, as soon as this is over, I'm signing up for it. Well, and you can get a bulk order lens. So if you if you wanna just, uh, they can, anything over 10, I think they can bulk order it to you or everybody can do it individually either way. Yeah, okay. 
Um, and then this isn't a full list of our partners right now, but this is give you an idea of the types of organizations that have, have heard our presentation, that are that are bought in, that are helping to support us. Um, and it, it's really, it's, it's quite amazing. We are a very young organization. We just started last April, really just as a book club to review the any Parkinson's disease. And we met like six times and said, well, we're talking about this, but this is a prescription for action. Are we going to do something or not? Yeah. Um, and so we decided to do it and everybody seemed ready for it. Oh my gosh. Um, so um, we, we've done some, um, you know, webinars. So you've probably seen us around. Uh, this is pretty cool. Race the moon. Have you heard about this? No. This is really exciting. Um, on World Parkinson's Awareness Day, uh, which is April 11th, there's a new moon that, or April 12th rather, there's a new moon that day, that night. And so it takes the moon 28 days to circle the earth. And when it circles the earth, it goes 1.5 million miles. So we are going to race the moon and the world is encouraged to exercise, to run, walk, swim, and wow. sign up at racethemoon.com so you can register your miles Love and we're going to keep track all 28 days of, of in, 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 in collectively as, a, as, as the, the global force that we are. Uh, and anybody can do it. You don't have to have Parkinson's. Uh, in fact, we couldn't do it alone. We need everybody involved. Uh, we're going to go 1.5 million miles in 27 days, 59 minutes and 59 seconds. Um, and uh, it's, for me, this, is, this, is, this is, encapsulates what we're trying to do. We want global relevance, global ideas with local, um, local actionable um, and tangible results. So with this, organizations around the world can sign up to be the benefactor for fundraising uh, for their communities. So if you sign up for Race the Moon and you want to raise money with it, then you can have that go to any nonprofit organizations that's registered uh, for the event. And they're just now beginning to register. So uh, I wouldn't choose your, your target yet unless they're already up there um, because they, they, we, we just set that, that phase up. So, so it can really have a local impact. Um, the, the heart just shows uh, the, we don't even have all of them up there because we keep getting new, new, new countries represented, but we have now 55 countries represented. Um, and Together Apart is going to be a, another event on World Parkinson's Awareness Day. Every hour, uh, starting in New Zealand, which is the first time zone, uh, every hour we're going to go to the next time zone and see what, how people in, those time, in every time zone around the world is dealing with Parkinson's. Uh, and it's going to be a live uh, video feed on YouTube. Wow. Um, and so, and people can get involved in that as well. And there's going to be some more information coming out about that. But our friends at Parkinson UK are kind of giving us the back end, but it, it belongs to the Parkinson's community. Um, and um, it's, this is the types of events that they would have done on their own. But now that they're part of what we're doing, there's like, we don't want our name on it, but let's give it to the community. We've got, we've got the infrastructure set up and let's, let's do it as, you know, a worldwide event, and, which is really cool. And so you can sign up today for pdavengers.com. Um, and when you sign up, um, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, it asks you four questions, I think. Um, we will not sell your information. 
we will not ask you to raise money for us. We are not a charity. Uh, we are what I, I call a Parkinson's action group or committee. Um, we amplify the good that's happening uh, around the world in re regards to Parkinson's and we add urgency to our cause. Um, we will ask you if you want to help you know, other people's fundraisers, we'll make you aware of them. If you wanna do that, that's fine. Um, we just want your voice. We, we want you to stand by us and, 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 and speak up however that is for you, whether that's holding a sign and taking a picture or, or, or you know, being on call for when I send out, like I'm gonna send out an alert tonight about the red letter today. And in the UK, they have another thing. So we're able to separate our mailing lists to target different demographics and regions. So we're getting the messages to the right people and people can begin to advocate. Um, and then just um, here's the website for the PD Avengers, and um, you can see um, uh, the we just we just hit uh, lifetime downloads of the of the podcast of 250,000. We've we it's been listened to in 170 different countries, and it's uh, it's it's really it's a labor of love. And I just um, if you if you've listened to it, thank you because uh, I, I really started it just to try to figure out how to talk about it myself. Uh, and it's, it's really become a, a, a great way to um, inform people who don't have, you know, in other diseases, people who with other diseases are listening to it just because they don't have their own. And, and you know, MS Society has now started their podcast based on this. And so, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's been, I feel very fortunate, but, um, and, I, and I, I, just, I just ask you all, whether it's a one-on-one -on -one conversation or you're journaling or you're putting up a picture somewhere or you're profiled or you're writing a blog, or whatever you're doing, thank you. Because the more we raise attention to what's happening uh, with our brains, uh, the more money we'll be able to raise or more money will be dedicated to what we're doing. Uh, you know, COVID's a perfect example of what can happen if there's urgency. When there's urgency, you can you. It takes six weeks to find to develop a drug, and then it takes another ten months to test it, and then it's in, in going in people's arms. Well, that Parkinson's is next, and then we'll tackle another one, and then we'll tackle another one. Weren't they going to call the book the Parkinson's Pandemic or something like that? Well, they were, yeah. Well, and in the book, they they refer to it as a pandemic. I mean, yeah. uh, if you go back to the early uh, definition of a pandemic, it didn't have to be. Uh, a uh, you know a, a highly transmittable disease. It was just something that was unstoppable and global. Right, right. That's amazing. I mean, you know, I mean, I feel inspired. I don't know about the rest of you, but I, I just feel. I mean, this this is exactly what we need to hear. You know, we need to hear that we all have to you know do our part to basically ex express the urgency of get finding a cure or finding better treatment for Parkinson's. This is. You know, for not only for, I can speak for myself, not only for my sake, but for my children that could possibly pass it to my children. And, you know, I, it's a very important, it's a, you know, it's a dreadful disease that's got to be stopped. Yeah. Uh, I think this is uh, exactly what is needed, this type of mo mobilization. So impressive uh, presentation and very important effort. Yeah. Thank you. A very basic question. I was thinking, of, uh, it's possible to raise a lot of money and have a lot of that wasted. Right. Right. Uh, so therefore, I ask a very basic question. What 
do researchers have to do to find better cures and better prevention? What is the best way for researchers in the medical field to find a better cure and better prevention? Well, we need to get rid of the, the patent first, the patient second. So right now, universities are tying up research because they're arguing over how much they're, you know, they're gonna make on their patents or whatever before they release it to the, to the popular, to, to public domain. Uh, we're proposing, and there's a group in Canada called um, uh, COPN, COPEN, uh, that is working on a, a model where they can go from, uh, from, from idea to drugstore in six years, yeah. uh, which right now takes about 15. Um, mm -hmm. And with the idea of it being open science and that the third iteration of the drug is, is the one you get the patent on. So when you, the, the first two iterations are just developing the basic drug that mm -hmm. everybody has access to. And then the companies can look at that drug and figure out how to redesign it so they can have a patent to it. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's just flipping the model. And I think if they can prove that, to prove that out, I think that's where you're going to see the change. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's what it's, researchers it's just want to do research. Our... Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, well, it, at the very bottom of our uh, latest newsletter, I've included a link to sign up for the PD Avengers uh, newsletter. You're so, the man. Thank you. He is the so man. you can go just click on it and put your information in. Paul's a superhero. He is. He's got a cape he on right now. You can't see it. <laughs> we all well, do. How, do. How do we get the red packets? How do you uh, get So you go to ending pd.org ending pd.org and there'll be a registration there for we'll it. send a link out right paul yeah i already did it on my phone a few minutes ago it's pretty easy i did too very simple oh my god right. and i'm you guys are amazing i'm simple you're already advocating <laughs> We're all, i have a whole group of superheroes right yes, here yes this is so. great this is awesome yeah yeah, yeah. so and, and then once a quarter we have an open Zoom where we invite everybody who signed up to be a PD Avenger to join us on a call. And it's so cool because you get people from Nigeria and you get people from Romania and you get people from Spain and you get people from Europe and US and Canada and Peru. And like, it's, it's, it's like, wow. It's kind of like the first time, if you've ever been to the World Parkinson Congress, the first time you go there, it's mind-blowing and game-changing. Changed my whole life. Um, it, it made me the advocate I am today because I'd never been in a room with 75 other people that were my age that had Parkinson's disease. And then to go over there and meet the guy that's working on the thing that's going to, you know, the new DBS or go over here and meet, meet the researcher that's trying to find the new drug. And like you're talking to them and it's like, I, I had dinner with like six, what's the name? Um, sorry, I just lost it. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Ferrer is a six geneticists. Wow. So Dr. Ferrer uh, had me in one of his researchers. He, he's one of the guys that found, it was on the team that found the first genetic connection of Parkinson's wow. when they said there was no genetic connection of Parkinson's. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I went out to eat with him. 
And listening to six geneticists talk about that conference over my head, like it, I just like soaked it in. Like I like, yeah, I, I got C's in school. I don't know what you're talking about. You know this what? Kind of thing. You know when you meet researchers, there's a mutual enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. Like there's really a match. Exciting. There's a match enthusiasm. They're excited to meet you and talk to you, and you're excited to meet them. And it's just like a there's something really special that happens. Well, and, and, and I've kept in touch with many of them and, and they're PD Avengers. They are PD Avengers. You know, I, what I like to do when I go to some of the conferences and I meet researchers is I thank them. Yes. And, you know, I thank them. I tell them they're like Navy SEALs. <laughs> Navy SEALs of Parkinson's. They're, they're like, you know, they're the front line, the Green Beret. I mean, they're, they're up front. They're front, you know, they're fighting for us. The other thing that, uh, to answer your, your the, the question, Scott, that you had about what do they need, they need people to, to volunteer. They yeah. can't do research if we don't step forward. Yeah. So I encourage everybody to go to Fox Insights or to go to Fox Trial Finder and, and just, Fox Insights is the easiest thing. You just sign up and you just start taking, you know, what is it, once a quarter? They send Every you a three months. Every yeah. three months, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. how, I mean, like There's that's, that is the, the lowest maintenance research you can right. be involved in, but it's right. super important. It is super important. Mass they're also data. recruiting for the next, um, oh, what's it called, Lynn? PPMI. PPMI, so, which is intense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but, and and they've, they've opened PPMI up again. So yeah. it's PPMI 2.0. Yeah, I have a little blog about getting a lumbar puncture, but I think I'll get over that. I'll do it. Oh. <laughs> um, you know what? And they're also going to take some of the skin off the back of your neck. Oh, yeah. Let me connect to that. You know what? Dr. Russell has done four lumbar punctures on me. Oh, my God. And, and it, you know, they know what they're doing. You can get a wicked headache, but I bet they know what they're doing so you don't get a wicked headache, you know? Well... You know, and it was really other than I one time I had a little twinge in my uh, right leg, but other than that, um, it, it wasn't bad at all. Well, if you guys if you guys join forces, I'll do it. I'll just do it. So, how many of you? Maybe you guys can like email me and and get help me push through that little barrier that I have about lumbar punctures because this is an important study. Uh, well, so this is, I was talking to um, um, uh, Debbie, uh, one of the co-founders of the Michael J. Fox Foundation on my podcast. And she said, you know, Larry, this PPMI 2.0, we are really, really close to having wow. the ability to diagnose Parkinson's before the onset of any symptom. Wow. Which could be very, very important for treatment too, right at that point. Oh, I know. That, I mean, that's game changing because yeah. we need that. We we need that biomarker. Yeah. Before yeah. we can cure anything, before we can stop anything, if we if we can't identify the disease, we got to stop diagnosing it like this, right? Or right. like this. I mean, it's got to be something more scientific than that. Yeah. Come on. Well, yeah. Because when when they get the the anecdote or whatever that's going to stop Parkinson's, they right. need the biomarker or they can't do the research on it. Right, right. So, yeah. so they're, they're developing them simultaneously and they hope in about five years they'll meet. Isn't it Biogen? Biogen is pretty far with that whole biomarker oh. thing. So, yeah. 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 There's, it, I mean, like we could be like within a year away from getting some news about that. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign up for PPMI tomorrow. It's really exciting. So if you find it early, what do you do? 
Well, they, they could have some interventions at that point. That, you know, I'm wondering, I'm wondering what it, kind types of interventions. Uh, so they could stop it from onsetting? It, they know how to do that? Well, they, they will. They, they're working on that. Yeah. But that. So you have to figure out, you have to have twin efforts, dual efforts. They, they do. They, they've got multiple paths going right now, for sure. Well, not only that, for clinical studies to be more scientific, they you know right now they just do like observational tests. Yeah, but yeah. they had a biomarker, they'd be able to determine more quickly what is really helping. Yeah, exactly. I I just want to add that um, I'm newly diagnosed, and like the biggest misconception and mind blower amongst the friends that I did tell is they're like, well, you had a scan, right? And I said, well, they do DAT scans, but every neurologist claims they're useless in really diagnosing, like they kind of have a snapshot of where your brain is that moment. And they're like, isn't there a blood test? Do, you, do they do a biopsy? Do they, and it's like, no, they, and it was this, it's like yeah. one of my hands was slower than the other. And they can't, people can't believe that. And I wonder if we, now that I'm a PD Avenger, since you've <laughs> recruited me, dun, dun, dun. like I remember when um, silence is death, like the uh, gay men's health crisis went and did die-ins at like NIH or whatever. I wonder if we should have like a shake it up a thon, like shake a thon or like some kind of like create an event. It could even be virtual where like we all make our screens shake or we or all we don't, we don't take our medicine for a couple hours or something like that. We all shake, you know, we all like show our symptoms or something. But like some, cool. something like a, like, but just like a moment in time, that's like a roadblock <clears throat> that the media can't ignore because that's, that's what you really need to do because people don't know we're all out there and they don't know how pervasive it is. And yeah. you have to draw their awareness to you and like, you know, truth, um, the, what what did they call themselves? They were the tobacco against the tobacco lobbies. Yeah. They would lie down and die in front of Philip Morris. Yeah. Well, and then Mothers Against Drunk Driving is another great success. Yeah. Polio yeah. is another great. We, we, yeah, we studied a lot of those. They were, some of them are in their book. Absolutely true, Karen. We have to figure out what our thing is, uh, and we need to get we need to get enough Avengers out there that. We, it, it, it will get noticed. Red letters, a, a perfect start to that. Yes. I think, I think the Together Apart live stream can be that. I think Race the Moon has, has a potential to get a lot of media attention because it's but just think, so weird. I think though that people associate shaking with Parkinson's and it's certainly the most distressing symptom. Like you can have like a slight limp or a frozen shoulder or constipation and it could be a million things. But when your hand starts shaking, it's your worst fear kind of and I just think like it's so visible and you know it's why people look at you funny sometimes but I think if there was a way to own it proudly and loudly and like we're here we're queer get used to it like yeah. you know I like that I really really we like shake that. we're not fake I know Help us. Well, I like that. that's good when we're, cured, when we're all cured we'll be shake shifters yeah. yes <laughs> boom Shake you it know, but we gotta think creatively, like because maybe Taylor maybe Swift, we could get Taylor Swift to shake it off. Yeah, we could get There's... Shake Shack to cater it. <laughs> so many. You're things. on a roll. You're on a roll is right. Uh, um, no, that's great. I love that. That, that that's the kind of thinking we need. And you know, uh, as a uh, as a producer, I I know that like that's that is the the start of a great idea. 
we go, we need to go to that third thought idea, like the one that just goes boom, and that takes a lot of a lot of this type of discussion. You know, yeah. this is why we want so many people involved because everybody comes with their own sets of talents and experiences that they can uh, contribute to us. So we need to uh, come yeah. out of the shadows and, and stand up strong and and tell everybody that this. You know, we got we have to get the message out there that this is enough. Yeah. Particularly to the politicians, I mean, $200 million is a joke. Yeah. I mean, it really Especially is. Especially when you consider how much they're spending on toilet seats. Yeah. Yeah, right. Seriously. And without Michael J. Fox, I mean, I mean, they raise about, they raise as much money as uh, the, what the NIH puts it in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Look, we all know that squeaky wheels get the grease, so we need to squeak more. We do. Right. We need to squeak the, the, more in, in a way that gets people on our side and makes them like, that's why I think like being willing to show your shakiness is, it's a vulnerable strength. It's yeah. like, you know, I mean, like I hide my, when I'm on Zoom calls with my colleagues, I hide my hands. Yeah. But like, if we, if we're like, and I have this phrase in my head, like we're unshakable, you know, because we stand steadfast in our belief that, you know, we can find a cure for this thing. There's just a lot of ways you can activate around this. Well, you know, funny, uh, Sonia, Sonia Mather's website is unshakable, Pete, ND. Well, <laughs> you know, I think about there. the Unity Walk in New York City. We should make it a unity march, not a unity yeah. walk. Yeah, we we're talking walk. to them, so we, we can talk to make them. It, so. Make it a unity march. Well, Are they having it this year? Um, Virtual. It's virtual. Too bad. Uh, you know, I'd like to make. I like to turn that into a march, like a demonstration, not not a not a walk, like we're walking through Central Park. I mean, you know, hold up those signs and tell people that it's enough of Parkinson's, right? Yeah, I want to go to. You know, I want to get enough people that we can gather up people up and go to the World Health Organization. And, I love it. You know, it's, they, they they have just made uh, 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 degenerative brain disease one of their top priorities. Yes. Yeah. So do you think we can change we will, we will rock you to we will, we will shake you? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we, you we've got what? several musicians that are writing songs uh, that are PD Avengers that have like, like right. that have careers in music that you've probably heard of. And it's, it's fun. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing the people that are coming out to, uh, to support this well, initiative. And, you know, we're, we're, I think more than anything, what it shows me is that the timing's right. Uh -huh. And you know, it's the book. The book basically, look at what the book has done. You yeah. know, I mean, how wonderful. It's basically, you know, inspired us to move forward in this way. Yeah, and if you haven't read the book, I'd encourage it. The paperback's coming out next month. Yeah. There'll be some updates in the back of how we're progressing. Well, I ordered uh, like a boatload of books and so, I, before, right after the pandemic, I was driving them around, dropping them off at the yeah. mailboxes. So, Great. Yeah, a lot of us the, it. the update will will have a little feature of the PD Avengers in it, which is great. It's so cool. Um, and then the other thing that um, um, you should know is, um, and now I'm losing my my train of oh, the World Parkinson Congress will have a virtual event this May. Okay. Um, and it's only twenty five dollars per person. If you can't afford that, let me know, and I'll. I'll I'll give you my ticket. Okay. Um, but um, it's, it's in Barcelona. No, I wish this is going to be virtual. So people are going to 
record their presentations. Um, and then, so it'll be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Monday at like 10, uh, 11 o'clock your time out East, uh, they'll release the whole day's um, event, uh, all the, the presentations at once for the day. And you can binge them like Netflix. And then 11 o'clock the next day, you get to do a live Q and A with whichever one of the people you want to talk to about their presentation. Uh, well, which is we'll really put an email out about that because I, yeah, I it's really cool yeah that's cool that is good that's amazing there's so much that we can do virtually which is really kind of it's changed everything it's you know it's I, 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 Lynn, i'm supposed to talk about work-life balance and i have no idea how i got chosen for that because i have none but we'll figure that out oh uh, when when, Lynn, when you mentioned holding signs i thought of this one sign that would say eradicate parkinson's i love it but Number one, has anybody used those terms before? And number two, doesn't that change the whole attitude and orientation of the research community? Have you seen that term used much? Eradicate PD? Yeah. No. Uh, what do you, I mean... Does it, and does it make sense as a goal? Yes, yes. Yeah, well, it's certainly a goal. Yes. Um, yes. It, it, people have been trying for 200 years to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I, that like, says it all, know. right? That says it all. The community isn't really oriented for that, right? Well, I mean, we're not just asking for like new treatments. We want no. to eradicate it. We want to get rid of it. We don't want like, mm -hmm. you know, we don't want another Band-Aid. But, but we do want to. It changes the whole paradigm and mindset though, is what I'm asking. Yeah. That's what they did with polio. Yeah. yeah. They talked about eradicating polio when they mm -hmm. did that whole. That, that, right. And that's why we're sending red letters to Washington because we want them to take notice. And if Biden makes it a priority, then that would be uh, amazing. Yes. So, so it's it's on it's April twelfth, right? Is that what you said that we mail that in? We mail. No, no you'll you'll um you, you when you sign up, the yeah. the events in March. So okay. March sixteenth is the event. Uh, and, and I'm sorry to say you're going to have to see me again there too because I'm hosting oh, oh, the event. Oh, I'm looking forward to. It. I think That's we're all. Um, um, and then um, I think that when you get your letter, it'll tell you. You'll probably send it in right away. I, I I don't have the details on that. It's on the I website. I think that's sure. great. I think whoever thought of that, that's fabulous. You yeah, know, it's, all, they've I'm done a great bit. job. Yeah, it's empowering to hear about this. You know, we we all sit back and you know try to deal with this disease and work with this disease and exercise and, you know, take care of ourselves. But we know it's, it's time to speak up. It's time to speak well, up. And I'm, I'm adding a new tab to the website called Take Action. So, I love it. Uh, I should have that up in the next week or so. Paul, I'll help you with all that. With the content. I'm going to need Paul to come work for the PD Avengers. No, 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 you can't have it. Sorry, he's fine. No. I already sent you a letter uh, no, volunteering my services. I know. Paul's, Paul's very busy. He can't take anything else on. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> can't share him. He's he's like, oh my God. My emails were horrible before Paul stepped in. Paul, thank God, stepped in and like, took over because I was doing a bad job putting those emails together. Uh, they're they're great. I saw the other one. It was amazing. Yeah. So uh, um, does anybody else have any questions or comments? I do. Yeah. Paraquat comes from where? 